0: Welcome back to Afros and Convos. Hey. hey. Hello. Hey. Trill, why are you giggling? Because I can't see Camille at all. Like, <laughs> Don't understand. Like, every week, Camille has these technical difficulties where her microphone is directly in front of her face, and it's just funny. We Oh, <sighs> All right, uh like and subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on social media at Afros and Convos on IG. Check us out on the website at www.afrosandconvos.com and email us at afrosandconvos at gmail.com. All right, how's everybody doing? Great. Great. Yeah, pretty good. Wonderful. Living my best your best life, life out here. Living your best life. Y'all ready for the uh holiday weekend? Yes lord <laughs> y'all could get that out quick enough i mean we ain't go, just doing nothing just in the house just standing at wall but yes lord you're pretty much yeah pretty much um all right well before we get started Dreya has an announcement hey y'all so we are bringing back the afros and combos book club I don't, I mean I don't think we've ever formally announced it like that but that's what it's going to be. And so we are going to be reading the book Writing My Wrongs by Shaka Singer. I think that's how you say his last name. Not sure. But it's a really great book. I've read it before. He has an incredible story. He grew up in Detroit during the crack boom, ended up going to prison for murder at the age of 19. The book is about just his journey uh, in life, his hardships, his journey through the criminal justice system, and then, you know, him finding truth through writing. And so it's a really great book. I've read it before. We're going to be reading it and we're going to be talking about it on the episode that will air on October 1st. So we would like for you all to read along with us and submit any questions or things you want us to talk about regarding the book and we'll talk about it. Yeah. Nice. All right. Perfect. All right. So now is the time to jump into trending combos. Yay! Yeah. Wow. we're still doing this. I, I thought if you didn't come with a, did you come with another option? Nope. Yeah, news. That's no, just tough. No, trending combos. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> who wants to go first? Drea. Drea loves going first. I really don't. Know. I don't <laughs> know why you <he laughs> said that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I, I can go first. I have a few things. One, so Brazil announced today equal pay for the men's and women's national soccer players. Yeah, yes. Especially when we've been having these conversations about the WNBA, how they make pennies compared to the literally. WNBA. And um, now, Brazil, the men and the women across the board will be paid the same. But I'm very interested to know what that really means. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Surely there are tiers, like surely, like a star player is not making the same right. as a bench warmer. You know what I mean? Like surely that's mm-hmm. not the case. There may be tiers for what is it based on? Like playing time, experience? There's like a pay scale, maybe like the military. You got to go to different grades or something. Yeah, probably. I would guess. But yeah. this is like the 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 national soccer team, is my understanding, right? As opposed to what? Like, don't they have like like how we have like a national basketball team? At right. I what mean, team? that's granted that's versus the right. NBA, right? Oh. And even for soccer, like there is the national team, but there are soccer clubs like oh. in different. Cities or whatever, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's my understanding, understanding. That it's the, the <clears throat> national star team, but hey, it's still progress. I'm sure the women are appreciative of yeah. Hey, that's awesome. Yeah. Um. Speaking of pay, Forbes has officially declared Tyler Perry a billionaire. Man, I saw that. That's. Wow. I mean, his story is just incredible. I mean, wow. Mm-hmm. He said, y'all keep talking about my movies, but y'all keep going. <laughs> I mean, Pockets is fat off of y'all watching it. I mean, but that's probably wow. not surprising. After the whole um, lot mm-hmm. purchase. Like the studio.
1: studio? Yeah, it's Calipari Perry Studios.
0: After that whole thing, is like Oh, he got money. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. he got a little play money. Like, he got money. Yeah. So it's like, okay. And then he owns all of that. Yeah. So then, not only does he own it as an asset, but it is also generating revenue for him. Absolutely. He film, he creates his own films. He owns all his own stuff. The deal he has with BET, where they have like all of his everything on that little mm-hmm. stream and, like, mm-hmm. all of that. Like, yeah, Tyler Perry doing the thing. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like and it's like real shit being filmed there. It's like yeah. big ass movies being filmed there. Pageants the, are hosted there. Pageants are hosted there. Uh the divorce court is now filmed there. Like what? yes girl i was watching the divorce court one time because it just be on tv this like a pandemic you just got tv on and, and like shit you ain't never watched the <laughs> at the end it like scrolled on the on the uh like the credits and at the end it was like filmed a title pair i said shut up this nigga making money do you hear wow. me Crazy uh, <laughs> Monica versus Brandy battle was uh on his studio lot. Oh, sure was was in his mm-hmm. studio lot. Show Was mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. Doing big things out here. Show us okay, okay. that's amazing. Shout out to him. Okay, so my last little bit of news is that apparently Akon Is building a real life Wakanda worth six billion dollars in the Senegal? Yeah, he's been talking about that. Yeah, he's been talking about that for some years. Like, so he's like officially broken ground. Yeah, like the talks of it and how it's like it, it sounds insane. Like, if he pulls this off, it's like it sounds insane. Like, what is it going to be? Like an amusement park? What is it? No, no, like Wakanda. It's literally going to be a city. It'll be solar powered. It'll have healthcare facilities, offices. It's literally Wakanda. Shopping (laughs) malls, skyscrapers, eco-friendly tourist centers. Like, it's going to be like a legit, like, city. Yeah. And he's been, like, funding and getting all the partnerships and stuff for, like, years now. Like, is he senegalese i believe so oh, for some reason i thought he was haitian i thought he was haitian too i don't think he's because when i read this, no, i was like oh yeah. that's interesting he's senegalese hmm, i did not know that i would think you would build that in somewhere that you're from so when you're I from read yeah. there, I was surprised because i thought he was maybe my thing is, Kai, you got six bill? Where you getting six bill from? I mean, I'm sure he's... I mean, he's <laughs> fundraising. <laughs> no, not, girl, I can tell you right now, ain't got six billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, But like, if this thing actually comes to fruition, do you know how much revenue it would generate? Look at Dubai. But yeah. like they built yeah. Dubai for tourism because they didn't want to be solely yeah. dependent on oil income anymore, and now yeah. I mean it is a prime tourist destination. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, if it actually comes to fruition, absolutely. I know I'd be booking me a little plane ticket to Wakanda. <laughs> I want to go see what they're talking about. We up there. And hopefully, and it'll then I mean. galvan it'll galvanize the other African countries to. Actually, sew into their grounds because that's a yep. big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah, that's awesome. That's all I got. All right, I'll go. So I got like three pieces. I think today. So first is John Thompson, um, A.K.A. Big John, former uh, coach at Georgetown, passed away a couple days ago. Um. Actually. August 30th so it was like three days ago three or four days ago he's known as the first black coach to lead his team to the NCAA championship he's cranked out athletes like Patrick Ewing Allen Iverson Alonzo Mourning um not only did he win two NBA championships. He's also just kind of led his, he he won an NCAA championship in 84, coach of the year, this list of awards. He also is just kind of known as uh, a major activist, um, even as a coach, um, even like walking the protesting rules that the NCAA had established that was negatively impacting um, disenfranchised students that were black and white. So, for sports fans, college sports fans, college basketball fans, that was really a big hit. And he, like, they announced it the day after Chadwick Boseman's announcement of his passing. So it was just kind of like, geez, like, we're just losing a lot of wonderful African-American men that have uh, done impact in their respective fields. Um, do y'all know who he is? I've seen him on Instagram since yeah. he died, but I don't know yeah. I- who he is. Same. Prior to the his announcements of his death? correct oh wow but yeah. i don't like basketball so that's fair surprising. yeah <laughs> that's fair uh next piece of news did you guys hear about the <laughs> the guy that was spotted in a um jetpack hovering in la yes. <laughs> near the airport yes. yeah like two commercial pilots radioed the uh, air traffic control tower in LA's uh, airport LAX reporting that they saw this man fly with a jetpack I'm like what Who who is flying with a jetpack high enough for pilots flying in the air to see them like you don't think that that's not smart to be flying in the air around an airport where planes are taking off yeah like because I wouldn't think that there would be a jetpack that would take him high enough that he would actually be in airspace that is controlled by like air traffic control. Yeah. But if you're near an airport, like planes are literally coming down to the ground. Like that's yeah. like, probably the dumbest place to do that in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Cause I think they were <laughs> saying he was about three thousand feet in the air or something. But... Three thousand feet. <laughs> yeah. The first article I saw said three thousand feet. I don't know if that was when it first broke. So I don't know if they've adjusted the how high he was, but I'm like, dude, you you were just like, let's just do it and go big. If I make it, I make it. If I don't, <laughs> that's it. That, that's insane to me. Um last piece of news, some international news. So um a bit of a victory for women in Afghanistan. So um mothers' names are now going to be printed on national identification cards um for their children which is a step towards just normalizing um women's public presence in the country um because yeah like in afghanistan like to be a woman is to be hidden your name can't be mentioned publicly you can't be out publicly if you are in public you're covered from head to toe um all in the name of religion um But there's a lot of activism that's been going on since they dethroned the Taliban um, ruling within the last 30 years or so to try and fight for women's rights. So this is a big step. There was a hashtag flowing around on on social media called Where's My Name? And um, yeah, so this is just kind of a small victory, but it's pushing towards um, just, you know, women's rights, um, in that, in that nation. But I was reading up on the story and I was just like, man, that is crazy to me to think that there are women that are literally living obscurely, like, they have no kind of rights whatsoever. Like you're just talking about having my name on my child's identification card. Like they were, the article was talking about how culturally it's so ingrained that women are to be hidden, that boys will get into fights on the playground. If another boy mentions the other child's like mother's name or sister's name, like it's considered disrespectful oh wow the kind of stuff they say on the playground about your mama in America yeah I was reading the article like and I was I was getting all emotional because I was like yo this is insane like to consider this a victory it's like man I can't I can't imagine what else that looks like but um shout out to that and i Hopefully, we'll see more and more uh, advancements towards women being treated like humans. Yeah, wow. yeah they saw It's shocking that they know that women carry kids. <laughs> but, you know, they get oh, yeah. Man. yeah. Well, well y- y'all know I have to talk about Mike Bloomberg giving $100 million to historically black colleges, uh, black medical colleges. Medical schools, um, all four of them, they got a, a hundred thousand dollars per student, and his reasoning behind it is because about thirteen percent of the U.S. is black, um, and only about five uh, percent is the statistic that he cited, but it's actually only three uh, percent of physicians are African American, and. Mm-hmm. Those who enter medical school usually drop out. So to drop out of medical school is like nobody does that because you have no other option. But African-Americans have the highest dropout rate. And one of the major reasons is because of debt. People mm-hmm. graduate with a minimum of $300,000 in debt. Like we, we know people who got about five hundred k in debt. And, you know, wow. When they, they finish. You know.
1: wow, so, wow, wow,
0: wow awesome to see that I'm sure there's probably some ulterior motive but I'm just happy that you know black people gonna get to get some scholarships to go to medical school when I heard that I had mixed feelings I was excited because I was like that's awesome you know you're you're you know sewing into these students but on the other side I'm like why in the world is it That whenever there's any kind of feeling or a lot of times there's some kind of philanthropic uh, uh, endeavor, it is white people giving huge lumps of money to black people like that is so frustrating to me. Why y'all got all the money? I mean, I literally I know why I know why. It's a rhetorical question. I am vocalizing my frustration with the fact <laughs> that it is my Bloomberg that is gifting this money as a white male, as opposed to that money already being in the Black community to yeah. be, you know, that is not that issue. So it wasn't a real question. I'm just, yeah, I was upset. Yeah, really <laughs> it's no, all three of y'all, like, waiting for me to pause to be like, I have the answer, ma'am. <laughs> 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 but I was excited when uh uh Robert gave all that went into those Morehouse. Oh uh, yeah 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 yeah, like, yeah yeah. Come yeah. on, brother. Yeah, love to see it. Uh, my second news is you guys see that uh the CDC is telling governors to for, prepare for the coronavirus vaccination that'll be here on November the first, a couple of days before election day. Uh, that I, makes I zero sense. Like, <laughs> I'm confused. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think you're confused. I think you understand. It just do not make <laughs> sense. Well, you know, we'll let you know, I'll let other folks try it out. How don't you have how a deadline to as a, what that ain't how that ain't how it works. That's that not how, how it hard. works at all. Like, that's not how medicine works at all. <laughs> it, it, it usually takes a few years, but you- just a little yeah okay yeah well, like i i honestly have learned more about what is it called immunology mm-hmm. or whatever in the past three months than i had in my entire life like yeah literally it don't work like you november 1st okay so when november 1st come and we ain't got no vaccine then what they and if we do up. get a vaccine then what because i don't know that i'm taking that no, yeah, no they're out it. placebos just before the election. That <laughs> ain't, oh, okay. yeah, you right. Them vaccine's gonna do nothing. Yeah. Because the, the same people that's gonna run out and get it, it's the same people that's frolicking in the streets anyway, so it don't matter. <laughs> Dredd just, yep, what dread said. Mm-hmm. Okay, y'all have one more. Did y'all see that Taco Bell got rid of their Mexican pizza? I don't mm-hmm. even, eat, I haven't had Taco Bell in years. But just the fact that I can, really? if I have a yeah, I, I can't. Trey, I you're like know. probably the only one who regularly eats that mess. Um, I, yeah, I still smash some Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, on, a, on a on a drunken night, that that Taco Bell be hitting. hit Do you hear Even that, even that Pepsi or whatever drink i uh, uh Oh, Baja Blast! Baja Blast! There we go. I'm not the Pepsi, the Baja Blast. That shit tastes so different when you drunk. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I, I know don't know. Nothing. Oh, well, I still be smashing some <laughs> <laughs> They give of a whole bunch of stuff. Like, all the stuff that I would eat is actually the, the rest way. of the stuff. I didn't know what it was. I was like, I ain't never had this before yeah. in my life. It was like a shredded chicken taco. You know, I don't eat beef. Like, so oh, I've had that before. That's, that's all my stuff that's gone. Like, all I got left is a uh, beef mm-hmm. and rice burrito. That's all I eat. But <laughs> <the, laughs> I don't understand. They were saying because of COVID. What that mean? Wait, I, I don't I understand in the rationale. I not understand. Well, that. maybe because their like supply chain was messed up down the line and they were trying to I don't know because it says something about efficiency and maybe their cause you know the supply line was hit really hard or like the food supply uh growers and and yeah. and, and what who, whoever the people that raise animals and shit. Like huh? that shit was <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the people who be growing crops and stuff what they call them them (laughs) people the supply line was like all screwed up so maybe that's what they meant i don't know because they did say like to increase efficiency or something i was like what wasn't efficient about what y'all was already doing i don't know right do they go out of their way to put the chicken in the taco (laughs) versus oh no that's not i got to use my left hand to do that <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to say, Camille. Yeah. Even though you don't even need Taco Bell at but all, the fact that I can't go back and get it if I want it. But you wouldn't. Know? Like at all, you weren't. <laughs> you don't know. You sat over something you just would never have even thought about for that's real. That's so nostalgic. I remember like. No, I agree. Mexican pizza is nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. college. Like I went through, oh I was in college. Girl, we talking about like elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mexican I like, no. pizza? Absolutely. I Mexican pizzas in junior high. Yeah, like the ninety. like Taco when Bell. No, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I did it. not eat Taco Bell prior to college, I don't think. Mm. Like I have no frame of reference of it prior to college. <laughs> <laughs> mm. oh, well, I <laughs> been <laughs> smashing it as long as I can remember. <laughs> uh, okay, I got one more y'all then I'm done. Yeah, y'all see that um President Trump encouraged people to vote twice? Yeah. yeah. I just feel like everything that's just coming out of his mouth at this point is just like, lord. Yeah. I what do you say to that? What do you say when your president is illegally <laughs> suggesting illegal acts? What do you say to that? I'm going to go to the poll and mail my Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He's, mm-hmm. God bless him. That's all I got of that. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to draw attention to the fact that um, apparently Kanye West is still running for president. Don't know if anybody oh. knew that. Yeah, I I wait. I thought he was not, I thought that was squashed because he couldn't get on ballots. What happened? No, I ain't squashed that he, you know. uh, So, what recent, the most recent thing that happened is two Virginia residents have sued to prevent him from being on the ballot. They say that they were duped into being his electors. I don't know how you get duped into being Kanye West. Like, I'm pretty sure when you get asked to be an elector, like, you know who you are. Uh electing right what like an elector you go and you cast your like your vote for the primary or whatever you're in and, and when the uh electoral college and all that shit happens you go and you vote like okay so basically long story short people don't elect the president the electors yeah. elect the president so yeah. people vote for the electors oh, and then the electors go okay. cast the vote for the okay. president and that's okay. where the electoral college comes from yes okay um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know how they got duped into being an elector, but that's what they say. Um, and then his campaign is suing to get on the ballot in Wisconsin and Ohio. Wow. And then some more folks done filed in Arizona to keep him off the ballot. So, you know, it's just trucking along swimmingly for Keep him off. The people who are, are, are uh, suing to keep him off. Well, I don't know about the people in Virginia because they say that they got duped. But other, uh, uh, I almost said countries, other states that are suing to keep him off the ballot, they are saying that he is a Republican. And so basically he's trying to run as an independent and they're saying like the electors that you have signed up are Republicans, So therefore you are a Republican. So you can't like, we have a Republican um, candidate that is already selected. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what's going on there. So, you know, more power to him, I guess, you know, he's really bored. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Mm. Um, also, uh, Attorney General ba- Bill Barr took his cell phone to CNN and admitted that black people are policed differently, but that ain't because of racism. That's what he said. Mm. Oh, what is it because of? It. You know, mm, I don't he, know. He, he did not say why you they. Tell, were you it. tell him. I don't know because he. I don't know. He don't know. He don't know. No, he just said, you know, it's police differently. And that the narrative of, you know, white officers shooting unarmed black people, like that's a false narrative. And he said that it is actually very rare for an unarmed black person to be shot by a white officer. Oh, okay. So all these videos we've seen are all just. No, 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 no. Listen now, I look. While what he said may be true, it might be rare for an unarmed black person to be shot by a white officer, right? If you take the totality of the black peoples in this country, yes, and you look at the number of unarmed black, that might be true, yeah. However, However. what is the number of unarmed people? Mm Shots by police according to their population makeup let's see them numbers what that number look like also, i guarantee you is disproportionate okay. also let's look at the shootings that occur of black people how many of them are armed versus unarmed and compare that to white people because i done seen a, a shit ton of videos of armed white people yeah who didn't get shot yeah you know I'm just you know, I'm just saying so so in 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 the grand scheme, yeah, it might be extremely rare out of the 13% of the US population that make up black people or that black people are, it might be very rare that an unarmed one of us is shot. However, what do the numbers that actually matter say? Like what do them numbers say? Let's let's talk about that. But you know, whatever. Um also <laughs> President Trump uh, uh, took his ass on down to Kenosha mm-hmm. where nobody asked for him and in fact <laughs> said, don't come you but don't nobody speak. asked for him nobody asked for him and they specifically said don't come because you yeah. make shit worse you make shit worse <laughs> don't come he's you know was there and uh you know he ain't visited the Blake family you know Jacob Blake the man who was shot. Seven times in the back by a police officer. He ain't, he ain't visit them, let alone even mention them. He ain't even, not, Jacob Blake, the The name Jacob didn't come out that man's mouth. Not once. Mm-mm. He spoke in front of law enforcement, you know, and was telling them that, you know, violence is an issue. They need to get under control, all that other stuff. He didn't mention, he didn't, he denied systemic racism was a thing, you know, you know. Oh, God. You know, he condemned violence, you know. But uh, refuse to condemn right wing violence. Like apparently, that don't need condemning. You know, it's just you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, he also mentioned uh, you know, you know the movie uh, Snakes on the Plane. Yeah, what? Well, now we now, mm-hmm, now we got thugs on the plane. You hear me? He said there are thugs on the plane that are flying down to these places. To commit violent acts. That's what he said. There are thugs on the plane. Thugs on the plane. Black clad thugs on the plane. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did, is he, did he talk about Kyle Rittenhouse? Uh, well, he was asked about Kyle Rittenhouse. And, you know... Well, actually, I don't know if he was asked while... I, I'm sure he was while he was in Kenosha. But um, he's been asked about him several times. And, you know, he always says... You know, he was attacked and he feared for his life, and you know, you just mm. have to do what you gotta do. It's like you know. a very similar narrative to a lot mm-hmm. of these police officers. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so, um, yeah, and you know, I just, you know, this whole law and order uh narrative that is being sw- swirled around. Uh, where, you know, let's get the white people scared of the black people and, you know, that's why you got to keep Trump in office because, you know, Joe Biden is soft on crime and he want to defund the police. That's a lie. He don't want to defund the police. Like, and if anything, the left-wing part, like, the left-wing half of uh, the Democratic Party is pissed off at Joe Biden being the nominee because he doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, just the, the, the there is there are problems overall with that narrative. Like, number one, y'all in the white suburbs are like the least likely to be victims of crimes yeah like yeah the people who are more likely to be victims of crimes are already poverty stricken and all like and and disproportionately black and brown yeah they're the ones that are more likely to be victims i I don't even understand but anyway whatever (laughs) lighthearted note because i'm getting pissed off lighthearted note (laughs) <laughs> dancing with the stars oh child has out, and you know we got some interesting characters you know Ooh, i feel yeah. like you know it, it'll be it you know among um others i have only picked out a few that i was interested in um nelly is gonna be i thought that was very random me trotting and 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 cha cha and, and all that stuff. That'll be go no play. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um Netflix star from Cheer, um, that documentary Cheer where it was like the cheerleading or whatever, the coach, her name is Monica. She's gonna be on there. That that'll be interesting. Cause she's very like stoic and like seemingly boring. So I don't mm-hmm. um Chriselle from uh, Selling Sunset and oh. ex-wife of the negative play on This Is Us. I don't know his Justin name. Hartman. Justin. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Backstreet Boy AJ is going to be on there. Wow. Mm-hmm. They they're digging bad. real. They digging real bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that was rude. I mean, like for <laughs> real with AJ. Like, what has what do you know him from outside of that? I mean, what, but you yeah, ask, like who, who who be on Dancing with the Stars? People go exactly. there to revive their careers, not because they hot and popping. They Stay like, with yeah, Nelly. What do you know Nelly from other than uh Saint Lunatics and shit? Like nothing. Nah, Nelly's dropped some stuff since the darn Saint Lunatics now. Yeah, some country stuff there. That- exactly that yeah. nobody was listening to. Yes. I listened to it. Okay. So, shocker. Um, <laughs> Jenny Maya's is gonna be on there. Mm-hmm. Who is that? Oh, that's a girl that's engaged to uh young Jeezy. Jeezy. hmm And that bitch Carol Baskin is gonna be on there. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. Are you calling her girl that? <laughs> that's what he called her. You don't remember that off time king? He's like, you know why that means? I'm about to lose my land. Do you know why? That bitch Carol Basket. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Literally everything was that bitch Carol Baskin. So oh, I had to die yeah. Then, yeah. So that's gonna be interesting. Which also brings so Carol Baskin um just reminded me of the fact that uh Cardi B has been blessing Twitter. I don't know y'all been aware. So Carol Baskin took issue with the the WAP video. Oh, so yeah hmm so she tweeted saying something about cardi b abusing tigers or some shit which i mean are you kidding me hot calling kettle black i whatever. mean seriously lady you killed your husband like and that's exactly what cardi b said bitch you killed your husband <laughs> <laughs> no, she's and then and then it was enough, like more recently that was like a while ago when the video first came out then more recently some white i keep saying white Some right wing, uh, I don't know, some syndicate for Trump. I don't know. She said that this was during the RNC convention. She tweeted that we need more women like Melania Trump and less like Cardi B. Okay. Do with that what you will. Cardi B uh, responded on Twitter and said, "Uh, Didn't she used to sell that WAP? (laughs) <laughs> then tweeted a photo of her Melania when she was naked. So you know, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> didn't she used to sell that wall? So you know, oh, long live Cardi B. That's you know, just you no, know. that's that's some quick <laughs> Twitter fingers there. I appreciate it. <sighs> yeah, so that's all I got. Uh, that should and- be on her shirt, like. <laughs> That should do, oh man, wow, that's a blessing. Oh man, any final thoughts y'all got? I, I have one more thing yeah. that Go ahead. has come up because of everything going on this past week. So um Chadwick Bozeman mm-hmm. yeah. passed away. It was sudden for everyone outside of, of his family, apparently, because nobody knew. Yeah. And so I have been just reading what different people have been saying about him, the different Things that have been said. And what is that girl's name that was on uh Black Panther with him, his sister? Tisha yeah. Wright. Yes, mm-hmm. Tisha Wright. That's her name. Mm-hmm. She put out, you know, a statement mm-hmm. or whatever. And I was reading it and in it it said, I wish I got to say goodbye. Mm. And that really just kind of sunk in for me. And mm-hmm. it really made me think or ponder the idea, this is a, a mere question that I'm posing, feel free to follow wherever you will, but how much, if any, of a responsibility do we have as people to um, try to ensure that people mourn well for us or how, how, how much of a responsibility, if any, do we have to prepare those around us for our death? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that, her statement and that line jumped out to me too. Um, cause when he died and, uh, people, a lot of the outside people were saying they didn't know, I started thinking, I wonder, you know, if castmates knew, like, you know, that worked closely with him. When Ryan Coogler released his statement, I was, is it Coogler or Cougar? Coogler? Coogler. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew that pretty much probably nobody knew. Um, and my first thought was, dang, like that has to be tough for um, the people who were working with him that built this long, you know, term relationship with him. But I, I don't... I feel like to me, there is a group of people that, you know, lifelong friends, people that I've already been doing life with and understand, you know, the journeys that I've been through that would be, that would know about, you know, that struggle for me. Um, And then there may be one more, you know, circle outside of that, that isn't aware of you know, the fact that I have maybe a, a life-threatening illness, but they don't know the specifics of it. But that's me speaking as some girl in Nashville, Tennessee, that ain't some superstar who people were trying to exploit. So yeah. I think it's tough because there's an aspect of his career was very muscle linked to his image and persona that leaking information like that would have been at a bigger detriment to him Absolutely. than it would like, have been he wouldn't have done the movies he did if yeah if, 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 so you know, it's tough I think personally for me in my current situation I would do what I said if I was him I don't know that's tough that's tough like yeah, write, I'd write them letters or something I don't know yeah I think I think because of who he is and just like It is inevitable. Like, I don't care how close these people were that were your castmates or whatever. If you told all of, or any, or whatever, it would have gotten out. Like, there's, unless you are controlling uh, your story, it's gonna get out. Because that person is probably, like, okay, she said she wish she could have said it. I'm not saying that she would have leaked it. Yeah, But if she needed somebody to go and vent to, Because she's heartbroken and she don't want to sit on this by herself. And she needs some, and and like at this point, like I'm pretty sure Chad knew pretty early on that when he got diagnosed with it being stage three, like it's, you know what I mean? Like it, like the chances of survival and all of that, you know, and then as it progressed, he probably knew that it, it, he was going to leave at some point soon, so mm-hmm. if he's communicating that to people, and people need to vent because they feel like they are losing somebody very close to them, then whoever they've been to, I mean, it's literally like uh, nobody knows. So if I sell this story, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying, like let me call TMZ and sell this story real quick. It's out, and then he, get like like we said, he wouldn't have gotten any of those movies. Absolutely. Like, let alone Black Panther he He wouldn't have got that like I mean Thurgood Marshall maybe because like you ain't doing no stunts or nothing like that but even that's questionable because if they can't guarantee that you know what I mean like you're going to be alive for us exactly they're going they're not going to give you the film but like Black Panther that he he guaranteed probably wouldn't have got that like then he wouldn't have done none of the other Avengers movies like yeah. yeah. And I'm not even saying that that's necessary. Like, well, even if it is from a selfish perspective of like, I want to cap my coins so that my family's taken care, even if that is the motivation, that that's his prerogative. But he also in doing that blessed all of us yeah. with the works yeah. that he portrayed and he yeah. would not have been able to do that. Absolutely. And like, if anybody else took those roles, like, uh, you know, Amari Hardwick, <laughs> <think> girl, he- <laughs> we gonna talk about that after this segment because I forgot about well, that. He said, uh, you know, stand up and be the the king of the Wakandas. Pick up the you know? It just, it wouldn't have been the same. So yeah. you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, I agree with y'all. You know, I think because he kept it. Private and he had his, you know, inner circle there that were knowledgeable. Because even a uh, old boy, I forgot his name, that was on the Five Bloods with him, spoke about how he was, mm-hmm. you know, getting all this treatment stuff. He was just like, man, that's bad. How oh, this man. I forgot about that. He was yeah, just like, oh, he doing the most. Uh, I don't even know if I want to work with him because he was getting all these massages and having all this mm-hmm. care. But, but he had cancer. He, he was dying. He was like, I yeah. wish I would have known then. But um, I don't know. He, when he was close to the end of the he like it sounded like he knew he was about to go. He he knew he was about to go. He couldn't like I mean I guess he shouldn't send a text message and be like, hey y'all. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> out of here." Right. hey y'all so I'm gonna be out of this joint in a few <laughs> a few days. Huh. Yeah. but he, he was really influential to people's lives and a part of their lives like sending text messages man i'm i'm praying for yeah. Like i had a relationship with yeah. these people and now i wake up and i see tmz that you yeah. had did for four years yeah and you go. gone but I mean all of them might not have found out on TMZ, right? Like some of them I, this I don't know. But some of them might have found out from his team before it got out to TMZ, right? Like I I I, I don't know, but I mean cuz I mean Vanessa Bryan found out on TMZ. But like I don't I don't know, but I would assume that you know, just the 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 nature of who he was as a person. I would think that he would surround himself with similar people because You know what I mean? Like, I've heard, I don't think there's ever been a negative thing said about Chadwick. You know what I'm saying? Like, And so in order for you to maintain that, I feel like your team has to have some type of integrity and like all of that behind you as well. I would think that they sent it out. To you know what I mean? Probably but even if it. they sent yeah. it out, it's like he he gone. Like yeah. I, I, I get it. no no no. I'm saying I'm, that's addressing Camille saying that they found out on TMZ. Like I okay. I don't think they found out on TMZ. So, like, but I mean, how, that's a lot of people to send out correspondence to. Like, are you saying he just told the Black Panther cast? Or are you saying he told all the people he's worked with in the last five? I mean, how do you know? He might have literally said, "This is a list of people who I want you to t-. like." You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I don't think it's that. Deep, especially if we're talking about caring about people mourning well, I don't again, I don't know, but he literally could have left just like you leave plans for how you want your uh uh your money to be divvied out, it very well could have been a situation where he literally was like, This is who I want you to contact before confirming publicly that this has happened. But I agree with Derek, you dead by that point. Like, that's like thanks, but you're gone. Like, I still couldn't say goodbye. But, I mean, you also have to take into account what we just said about who this man was, though. that's fair. But, also, we've been in quarantine since March. He ain't filming no movies in quarantine. Yeah. He not, but, I mean, also, one, we didn't know how long quarantine was going to last when we went through it. Number 1. I and mean he- but by the time June July rolled around you, <laughs> like now, you, know, you know you're breathing getting a little labor you, know, you know what I mean you're yeah. talking about the calculations by yeah. everyone. Yeah. And there were like images of him that were being shown of him being wheeled out the hospital walking his dog and he looked Really bad. So I'm even interested to know if, like, if I was, if that was, you know, I was like, Letitia, and I see that, I'm gonna be like, hey, Chad, you good? But she did put in her statement, she texted him several times and he didn't respond and she assumed he was busy. So they, people may have been asking him, look, are you okay? And that man was ducking and dodging. Like, I'm not, I'm not answering you. But uh, then <laughs> He at the end of his life, he got exactly. the right to do it. He exactly. that's if fair. Yes. He's alone with his wife, not the exactly family, Then that's his prerogative. Because that's, that's another thing. Like he has a, a, an entire family of people who care for him that he's also having to console. So you, as a friend or former colleague or whatever it is, like I understand. Yes, you care, but like I have to take care of my wife. Like. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't his yeah. wife to a few weeks ago. I mean, well, yeah, that's true. But, I, whatever. I, the people who have been living it with me, I yeah. have to take care of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I have to make sure that they are good. Yeah. So, so I guess, I mean, there is, it's more of, who are you responsible for rather than do you have just this general responsibility? So if it's a general responsibility, then probably no. But if it's a like a who you're responsible for, then yeah, there's probably like a specific list of people that you're like, I need to be a good steward of this relationship to help this transition better for you. Cause I mean, he can, I mean, You could argue he was responsible for his fans. We out here, folks, is out babies, is out here crying. So I'm saying, if you if you if you make that argument, then it just keeps going. So there has to be a boundary in what you say. I'm very because everybody said the same thing. He was very very private. So you already there's probably people that found out that he had just gotten married. So. If you know he's private, it sucks that you didn't know that he was sick, but in the same way that you respected his privacy to not tell you who he was dating or who he married, you also got to respect the fact that he had a illness that could or could not have killed him because he could have lived through it. So, I mean, it's tough though, but I thought about that. Well, they're breaking ground on his uh, monument in Anderson, South Carolina. Are they taking down the other one? I don't know, I ain't one. See, nah, they ain't gonna take. See, they gonna okie dokie, y'all. They gonna give you a statue, but they gonna keep that other one up <laughs> for themselves. Uh, well, that was a great conversation. Thanks yeah, for posing good. a question, Dre. Um, yeah, and one. we will see you guys later this week. Bye, bye, bye. bye. bye.